This is Jazz. And this is Amanda. And welcome Welcome to to the the group group chat. chat. Listen as we review our shows and spill tea. On life, love, and grown woman shit. All right, welcome back. This is episode three of the group chat podcast. This is your girl, Jess. And Amanda. How are y'all feeling this week? I know. We've got quite a few listeners for the first two episodes. I'm a tad bit excited. I'm very excited. I think y'all kind of like us a little bit. (laughs) So what's been going on? This is our new segment where we're going to catch up at the beginning of each episode. Because it's been a long week and a lot can happen in seven days. So Amanda, what's been going on? Girl, what has been going on this week? You know, you know, just working, you know, mommying and wifing, trying my best, right? Um, This past weekend, though, um, my friend had a birthday party and I hosted and I think we had a really good time. It was a good time. I've never been at an event that you hosted and I didn't have a good time. So, yeah. Your birthday party, well, Kim's birthday party was cute. Yeah, so we, you know, had several, like, three little signature drinks, and then, you know, a little, some balloons, some decorations, some food, some cakes, some girl <laughs> chat. Good we played, games. Right, we had some good games. I think the signature drinks is what put it over the edge. That was cute, right? It was a little different. It was. And then the presentation, everything all set up and laid out. It was really cute. Yeah, we had a good time. And then Saturday, y'all, I watched a little, I chilled Saturday. And then I went out, you know, had a little family time, went out to eat. What about you? I heard you was on a little hookah. Um, Yes, you know, and I'm not a hookah person. Well, I haven't been in years. So this weekend I was at the party. And then Saturday, my husband and I went out to eat with some old friends that we used to work with. And then we ended the night at the hookah lounge. And I realized that I might have aged out Mm. of the hookah scene. I just, you know, wasn't sure what to do anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's talk about hookah for a second. Like, what is hookah? Like, let's. You what? asked me the wrong one because I don't know what it was. It's... I couldn't tell you what my flavoring was. Um, oh, you don't know what flavor you It was called WAP. <gasps> and I want to say it was like watermelon. And I don't remember what Apple the... Apple pomegranate? I mean... That... <laughs> and, ambrosia. I remember. I don't know what an ambrosia is, but it was in the WAP, y'all. Um, ambrosia? But, yeah. You know what ambrosia see, is? No, I don't know what the hell ambrosia <laughs> is. That's the reason why you were smoking it. See, that's how hookah gets you. It's the names of the things. It has you feeling like you on some type, some type of exotic shit. I didn't feel like I was on anything. No, no, not really. But the name is enticing enough to be like, you know what? Let me get some of that ambrosia. Girl, we were sitting there and the little boy came over and I'm saying little boy because he looked real young he was like mm-hmm. what, what can I get you our special tonight is Bob I was like give me one of those hello I would too but then the DJ comes in right Uh-oh. and he's I liked him because I love a DJ that'll, that'll read the room so he's playing songs and trying to fill out who's in there who's going to engage and we were engaging and so he played music for us and I realized that the music that we were um, enjoying the teeny boppers weren't Oh no! They're all just sitting around on their phones. Every now and then, you might get them, but it wasn't wasn't much. They and don't understand. You know, no. this day and age is only going to know Mary J. Bodge just being Monet on Power, and that's a little troubling. You know what? Because they played Real Love, and we were going to work. Real Love. Yes, it was the good time. I didn't know I needed, but you know what they played, and the kids got involved. And mm-hmm. I say kids because I really feel like I had at least ten years. On the majority of the other Don't say before there. I let go, Beyonce version. No, it wasn't. Because you know, that. they will get up. They, they think, will, they think Beyonce. They think Beyonce made it. Like, oh my 
but they played Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. Oh, that's a classic. It was, and I did not realize the resurgence that is coming back with this song because they were really singing it, and not just the chorus because that's all I know. They were singing the. Uh, <laughs> they were singing the verse. And I was like, look at Whitney. Okay, Whitney. She better come through. But you know, that was my my weekend. This week, I have been listening to uh, Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels Motels. Girl, I Lisa's just tale. I love Jasmine. Everything she touches is gold. And when I found out we were getting some motels. I was so excited. Oh, and another thing I did this weekend, um, my daughter Autumn, she had a little black history moment, a little lesson, a black history oh, lesson. Yes. And what it was, Netflix is showing Homecoming. You know, Homecoming's on Netflix, on Netflix. And if y'all don't know, Homecoming is Beyonce's Coachella documentary. And me and Ro was getting down. And right now, now I'm thinking about it, I feel some type of way that I did not document this. Because I need everyone to see. Well, I think you need to do it again. Oh, we're going to finish it this afternoon because we didn't finish you it. You should. Mm-hmm. And she was having a good time. Should. And I was letting her know this is uh, black history to make it. Because let's really think about it. That, yes. come on, Beyonce at Coachella and I it was HBCU thing. You said what? I love black history. That's not rooted in trauma. Absolutely. This is great. And the theme of it was HBCU. I liked it. Like, because she never went to one. She said she wished she could go. Girl, I if love If you have not gone to an HBCU, if there's anybody listening it. who is on the fence, when I tell you this is the most amazing experience mm-hmm. that you will ever have, there is no way... To recreate it. I don't care what anybody Mm-mm, says. You can't. No. And you have all these TV shows. Even Beyonce's Coachella was a recreation. Yeah. And it was real cute. I right. It was cute. In her song, but it still Hello, doesn't Alfie. compare to being there. Oh, no, it doesn't. For your homecoming. Right. But it might have inspired some little girl or boy who is in maybe middle school, high school, has been thinking it about should. they want to go to college. And they seen Beyonce. And they're like, you know what? Yeah. I think I might think about going to HBCU. Let me tell you. I just... I feel like that was a great Black History. Uh, I think it was good job, friend. Mm-hmm, thank you. A plus mommy moment. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> so, in case you didn't pick up what we were putting down, go to HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Support your HBCUs, even if you did not attend. If you have one close by, buy a T-shirt. You know, attend an event. Mm-hmm. It's a good time, whether you are a student or not. If you're a student, you know what we're talking about. If you're not, go and see what we're talking about. Right. And I mean, I have to plug this. You know, can I get an Aggie Pride? Gotcha. I mean, what you what you gonna? Say? I went to the illustrious Winston Salem State University. Not the illustrious, because you know how we'll pull that out. Because you know how when you get around people from other HBCUs, you got to put on for the folks. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever contemplating which school to go to, you have options. Mm-hmm. But nobody is gonna love you and provide opportunities for you like Winston Salem State Universities. Because if you ain't around. Then you ain't what? Shit. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. North Carolina. Agricultural. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you gonna let me go ahead. You got it. I'll be quiet. You let me have my moment. You had your moment. Listen, an Aggie is something special. You Aggie born and you Aggie bred. And guess what? Autumn Rose Barnes will be Aggie bred. Okay. She is going to know about her mother and father's history. But that's neither here and there. I digress. I'm not even going to go down that. Just know. 
Some of and my favorite Aggie. people are Aggies. So I'll let you have right. it. Right. Come on. Your favorite person is standing, sitting right here beside you. Know, you. you well, one of your favorites, you know. It's I'll let fine. your husband and your child have top one and two, but I'm three. Okay? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like the bigger order. Oh, I forgot. Your mama and your sister, too. <laughs> Girl, you better believe Because they're they, not going to forget. You know, no. They are very important. They are. But no, it's all HBC, HBCU love. And if you really want to make a difference in your community, start there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, we caught up a little bit. Yeah, so, girl, what you think? What are we going to talk oh, about? So, this week's Girl, What You Think is about none other than the Kanye, uh, quotation marks, yay, West. <laughs> Everybody has seen Kanye's with Kanye West's antics on Instagram. But you know what? I will say, dang, I did want to look at the documentary before we had Girl. this conversation. Because, you know, one of my homegirls told me it was good. But go ahead. We still going to talk about what another influencer was... that I follow, she has a podcast and she writes a lot for different magazines and publications. She watched it and her review was interesting. Yeah. It made me want I to go it was and really watch good. it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I'm having trouble with supporting anything that Kanye West does. I was a Kanye fan in college. The mm-hmm. College Dropout album was just... It, it was played everywhere. You knew all the songs. You appreciated his musical genius you were attracted to his arrogance because there's no other way to put it he was a tad bit cocky but but it wasn't overwhelming i don't ever remember it being overwhelming then and maybe because we didn't pay that much attention maybe because he was just with amber rose but did you like them together okay at the time i didn't know enough about amber rose because we were kind of young an opinion yeah and then let's be completely honest this is back when celebrities still had publicists and they listened to their publicists Mm. now every celebrity gets on instagram live and it makes you realize that they're people and sometimes these niggas ain't shit Mm -mm. in the case of kanye west this nigga ain't shit. So, he was in a very public relationship with Amber Rose. She was really cute back then before the face tattoo. Oh, God. I cannot the, stand that face tattoo. I, I mean, you're in gorgeous. entire body. You had to your put it on your face. forehead. Like, come on, baby girl. I don't know. I don't know. I, I will never understand it. Let's we'll stay on track. Time. It's not even about her. It's not. It's about Kanye and his antics. He was with her. He was in love with her. But according to everything that I've read, and I did a slightly deep dive and came across some information on Glamour and Pop Sugar Magazine. Oh, <laughs> Pop Sugar Online. Ooh. And they were saying. Paul, do your research, friend. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It's the, the, uh, the academic in me. Hello. But, um, yeah, so they were in a very loving relationship at the time, but somewhere in there he met Kim Kardashian. Let him tell it it was love at first sight, but she wasn't fooling with him. Come on, let's talk about that. You don't think that they were love at first sight? I really feel like they genuinely had a connection in the beginning. I I truly believe they had a genuine connection in the beginning. I believe you are a Kardashian sympathizer. I don't do don't act not. like my husband. <laughs> Kel thinks I'm some huge Kardashian fan. Let me give you. I am not the biggest fan want... of the Ku Klux Kardashians. Oh, okay. Let me give you a side note right quick before okay. you finish. I am not a fan of the Kardashians. However, I honestly do not understand why they get so much hate compared to other people. They make so much money, and. The reason why they make so much money and the reason why they're so much so big is because there are so many people out here that love them. They are great in the fashion industry. So are you telling me you don't think Kim is a 
pillar in the fashion industry. Let's break it down. We're talking no. about fashion only. Fashion, fashion only? What does she contribute to the fashion industry? I'm talking about here in this generation, not old generation. Like here, she... People Here are looking now outside of skims, which is not just her. That's also co-owned by a black woman. So I'm, you can't give her those her, flowers. I, but uh, come on, she puts her she listen, puts her name on it. I'm really upset that I couldn't get some Fendi and skims. I'm gonna be real with you because I really tried to get some of those. I mean, I ain't gonna say that it ain't cute because it was, I mean it was her but, skims, her makeup, uh Kylie's makeup, uh Kendall's a model. I don't know what Courtney and, and Chloe really do, but I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they monetize on her fame. Yes, she had the sex thing. The sex thing. Oh, you think it's just cultural Not just, but let's not be Naive about it. If they like they black dick, why can't they like black dick? Mm, you see, they all want to make the white man. Girl, this is a phase. She gonna go back to her roots. Being black is not a phase. <laughs> no, not her roots. I mean the black dick roots. But um, <laughs> I do. Uh, I think I don't. I think they shouldn't get as much hate as they get. That's all I think. I'm not a fan. I just feel like I don't understand why they get so much hate when there's so many people doing. I'm a semi hater. I'll give you that. Yeah. See, I, I don't, don't. I don't understand. I have a hard time supporting them as a collective. I'm not saying I'm supporting. I mean, I did find, buy a little bit of the. Uh, Kim K makeup and it wasn't good, so I didn't buy any more. The Kylie, the Kylie, um, I never tried it. Her matte matte lip gloss is amazing. That means it's not coming off all day long, okay? And it's hard to get it off at the end of the day. (laughs) However, it does its job during the day. And I'm really upset I couldn't get no Skims and Fendi. But I want you to go back to Kanye. What was you saying? So he said that he was love at first sight. Um, you know, Kim wasn't checking for him when he was trying to check for her, but somewhere in there, there was a tad bit of overlap. Um, not when they started getting together in Amber Rose, but when he had these feelings that he was expressing and while he was with Amber Rose. So him and Kim get together. They are madly in love and blah, blah, blah. They had a beautiful wedding. You know, I'm all about a wedding. They had North first. Then they got married. Right. Um, but I'm just saying, let's talk about that wedding because you know the I, inner I event remember. planner in me. It was like in France or somewhere. You it don't remember that France. long train she That's had? the only part I do remember. So I don't remember details or specifics. Girl. But I do remember. You I think remember I remember he proposed her to her dress. like at a baseball field or I somewhere? I that. I mean, come on. He's romantic. We're not going to act like he ain't crazy and ain't been crazy okay. this whole time. I'm just so, reminiscing. Yes, I'm reminiscing. You are reminiscing. That's the fan in you. Like I said, I'm quite happy. <laughs> It is what it is. So the nigga was in love. They were together and they started having a whole bunch of kids. They get married. All of this is, you know, is it documented on the show? Yeah, you know, they had those, what, 20 something seasons and they documented. I knew it was a lot, but I didn't know how much. Um, Do you, did you ever watch the shows? I watched the shows in the beginning. And when I say in the beginning, I remember Kim still being with Reggie Bush when I was watching the show. Right. And so that, Kylie still having no lips. Yeah, she still looked like an average white girl. <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. She made a very, I think she, if I was her, I would have got some lips too. She had no lips. I mean, you, None. Can, you can't tell me that everything they do wasn't strategic. It was a smart business. Right. Move Hello. That's how she got her Yes. Body. I would have made, got the, she, I think she looked good with the lips. Child. But go ahead. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying that because as somebody who has the body that they have built, mm. if I were to try, and I'm not just saying me, period, because I don't have the following or the capital or the influence to do the things that they did, but as somebody who had all of those things already, I bet they still wouldn't be as successful as the Kardashians, and that's what's bothering me. But neither here nor there. 
So Kim Kanye together married, had a bunch of kids. They had two together, two gig surrogate. Um, mm-hmm. She building her little Brady Bunch family, and that's cool. Because they Somewhere, come from a big family. So. Yeah, so that part I never had um, issues with. Even when her older sister kept having kids with uh, Scott, mm-hmm. it didn't strike me as odd. Because they are a big family, and you tend to do what you, you come from. So that didn't bother me. And actually using surrogates didn't bother me. I actually thought it was a real progressive move, and it needed to be Right, highlighted. because if I couldn't have no babies, then I would definitely use a surrogate if yeah, I wanted one. why not? But and anyway, I'm not a sympathizer. I'm just saying some things that they do are okay. Other things aren't. Um, so in the midst of their relationship woes, it came out. I want to say this was like back in 2015. Kanye and Kim and the whole Kardashian clan, from what I understand, were in a feud with Amber Rose. And during that time, Kanye made the comment, I had to take like 30 something showers after being with Amber Rose to get with Kim. What? Yes, I did not remember. Completely. What's that called when you talk about a woman being slut shamed? Completely yeah, slut shamed. That's why she has her slut walk. Mm-hmm. Mm. The thing is, people don't think about if you're calling her dirty for having sex, but you aren't you one of the people that mm-hmm. she has? Sex you participated with? in it. it willingly participating you were in a consensual relationship with this woman and now all of a sudden because you mad at her or you feel whatever way or your girl feel whatever way it's okay to throw her under the bus let's be messy who you think got better wop amber or kim probably amber kim gives me real um i never seen the video did you ever see the sex tape with her and Ray you J? know what i never seen i've seen like clips i never seen any of but it. it i never watched the tape I wonder, you know. I bet that Kim probably had better wop than Amber, but this new Kim with this built body, it probably ain't giving what she thought it would. Hmm. I wish I could be a fly on the wall, but I'm sorry, Frank. Go ahead. I'm going to be on the fly on the wall. Tiana and Iman. No, if I'm a fly. Oh, Miracle uh, and Tyler. Tyler. Every time I see them, they make me, oh my God. A fly on the wall. I'm talking about true sex. Like they, the oh my god, they exude sex appeal. Like something about them, I would love to but watch. But I also them. think it's the chemistry between the two. Yeah, of the chemistry them. is they, palpable. I mean, of those couples. Tap like me they. in. Can I come? <laughs> tap me in. <laughs> I told my husband this last night. Legit, we had this conversation. What did he say? We talked about how you know when we go out and I say I start drinking. You know how I get? I get very like you know mm-hmm. free. I'm. I like I'm a good time, especially when I'm, I'm a, good, a good time sober, and I'm a very good time not sober. And so, I told him like, "Yo, I feel like between between me and you, I'm the more one. Like when we go out, like I start twerking. Are you going to catch it? Or are you not? He's the one who's like, you know how men are mm. trying to be cool, you know, try not to do too much yeah, in the club. You know, I throw it on him a little bit, see if he gonna catch it. If you don't, then I ain't gonna give it to you too much. But if you do catch it, then I'm gonna receive. I'm gonna you we gonna miracle watch the time me, of the day. I told him I would definitely be a miracle watch, but are you gonna be a Tyler? Okay, aka okay. Diamond. Okay. <laughs> but that's I can see there. you doing it though. Thank you. I he's he's talking about something. I don't know if you would do we've been together ten years. What do you mean? You ask every chance any chance get. I get. So if you giving me that energy, I am definitely gonna give it back. No, no, but no, if I'm two cheek, red cheek, blue cheek, <laughs> I'm mad at you for your Okay. You, you are crazy. But yes. Anyway, back to Kanye. So to sum all of this up, <laughs> he has been letting off all these Instagram posts that are just all over the place. And I cannot remember what his diagnosis is. 
But it's to me. I think we the people have diagnosed him. I don't know if he's been no, truly he diagnosed. <laughs> I think he's bipolar. I don't know. Is that what he is? Yeah. And when I say that, I you know me, I like to like bring it in, and I'm being genuine. I'm not like just talking shit and like hating on them or anything. Like I legit look at his behavior, and he gives me bipolar. Like, why are you so? You get on the internet, you tweet out all these absurd things, and on Instagram, these page paragraph long things, oh and God. then. And then a two or three days later you come back and you apologize and yeah. it's like yo chill the fuck out yes. we do not need to know your business one i don't like that the yeah. woman in me and the adult in me do not like how he is handling the things in his marriage because if this was me and my man and we got kids mm-hmm. all this is in-house mm-hmm. two i do not like how he gets online to gain sympathy from other people thinking that that's going to move her one way or another. I think everybody normally like you are kind of a Kardashian hater or non-fan and everyone's sympathizing with Kim. Like you're doing too much because y'all have children. And I'm like, mad at Kanye for making me sympathize right, with the Kardashian myself. family. Oh, I didn't get invited to that party. Boy, I, you know I just, what? I'm going to let you know right now. So if you are erratic me. and deranged. Erratic. That you are not. That's word. Erratic. It's about the children. It's not about you. And I'm trying to create Girl. a nice day for my child's for birthday. For birthday. I ain't fooling with you. erratic. That is a perfect way to put it. I don't like how he is coming for Kim and her new boyfriend. While he got a whole... Uh, Side girl who looks crazy by the what's her name? Julia Fox, Fox but they're not together anymore. I don't understand how she didn't understand her role in all of this. Girl, well, she I, that was the minute she talked to the newspapers about their first date, the magazines, whoever Stupid. she talked to, you you lost that ally in me. Girl, you I supposed wasn't to ally with you know how. I wasn't, but this is what you were supposed to do. This man has been married for years and he's going through a divorce. Girl, you're supposed to get dick down, mind your business, get the little present. Get out the way. Get the little gifts he's giving you or go to the little Girl. events he's let, allowing you to go with him and shut the hell up and Girl. just be present. Gushing over that day in their interaction like this is a Nicholas Sparks novel Ooh. what makes you think that we care anything about girl see that's one of those uh that's could be our name of our podcast you know Sparks I love oh that's good girl okay look at this <laughs> but no I didn't like that one I didn't like it because I felt like she was bragging a bit and it gave me I got your man type vibe. Right. Like, girl, like baby. Like, he wasn't just begging for this woman back. And let's be honest. Like let's be honest. Julia Fox hold, doesn't hold a candle to Kim K. Like, you gotta be. I'll give you that. Once again, I'm mad at Kanye for making me sympathize with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> but you are right. I'll admit when you're right and when you're wrong, child. And you are right about this. And that was an ugly little girl. That's why he kept dressing her up and putting makeup on her. Right. She, he knew she was an ugly little girl. She was weird looking. I didn't like it. I ain't like How it. How you go from Amber Rose to Kim Kardashian to that? I don't know. I feel like this was supposed to be one of them um, them rebound cheeks, but she got loud in the mouth, and right. now you got to acknowledge well, it's it. It's his fault. Like, why were you having her public? You supposed to just dick her down and give her little gifts. And uh, he's being he's erratic, mm. going through his faces again. What I don't like is him. Um, one showing her off like she was something special. I didn't like that. I didn't like the public pleas and outcries trying to gather support for people who have been in messier divorces or have dealt with child custody issues. I don't think that's fair because to be completely honest to me, 
it does not sound like you're having a child custody issue. You just don't know how to co-parent and you are abusing your relationship with your ex-wife and she is reacting in the best interest of the kids. Right, because you know the Kardashians are very strategic, so she's not about to be all erratic and crazy with your no, ass. No, her statements are very well. She still utilizes her publicist. Mm-hmm. Her statements are very well put together. And, you know, she is going, she did the baby boards, you know, she's studying to be a lawyer. You know that, right? I mean, oh, the baby boards. She I did the baby boards and she passed baby. the second or third time. Yeah, I mean, and she's this ain't stupid. None right. of them are. Right, because you know, their daddy was a lawyer. Yes, I remember You know, that. so they came from money, not like the money they have now, but they had money and they were in That's contact true. with celebrities they and things. Access. That's why they are, this tracks, like they, they're mm-hmm. very strategic and that's why I respect them in that sense. Because if I ever came into a lot of money or became famous in whatever way, I want to make sure I use my money and I'm using the correct, understanding what my publicist tells me to do exactly. and following, you know, what they say. I want to make sure I'm successful in that sense. And I feel like in that way, they are very successful. What they are not successful in is these men that they're choosing. Child. I mean, child. you know, Odell, I mean, not Odell, I'm sorry, who child? I mean, Lamar Odom. That's what I'm trying to go. You know, he's he nasty. Nasty as hell. You hear he's on Big Brother and he's like celebrity Big Brother this season. Yes. And he's like literally shitting on himself and like burping, farting, digging in his ears, nose, flicking it. All that on TV. A you are nasty. Man. And then keep bringing no clothes. She don't he want to. He knows what he's doing. He's trying to slide his way back in. And she's being real smart, not acknowledging. Because I would not I even. I don't know how smart she is when it comes to relationships. Nah, because Tristan... Is nowhere near worth enough money to put it with the shit that she I understand making sure you co-parenting, you know, and her daughter having a good relationship with her father. However, you, I do I not have to have be to the lay with you. Lamb no. For you. No. Every I, time I see you, I will smile. Hey, how you doing? And move on and yeah. give you nothing Would else. Would not be tied to this man and his sorry ass apologies every time Ooh. he get caught cheating and making kids. How you know, disrespectful of you to be so lazy that if you cheat, you do not take the proper precautions to not produce another child. Like, that is what kills me. Yeah, I don't understand it. That See, that's, you know, even though there's not forms of, you know, there are levels to disrespect. I know it, it really isn't, but it kind of is. Like, I, I see where you're going you know with what I'm this. Saying? Like, this is a, a real conversation. The ultimate form of disrespect in cheating is having a baby or giving me some STD. I can agree with that. There is no respectful way to cheat, but there are more disrespectful ways to cheat. Exactly. Right. And that is one. The most respectful one I will say is I have no idea and no one is contacting me. I don't know nothing about it. But see, you know, men are stupid because it always come back. I know we say there are ways to be respectful and disrespectful when cheating. And I do think that cheating on your partner, like your the person that you having kids with is one of the most disrespectful things you can do. But I feel like Kanye has taken it a step too far because he was throwing his dead mama under the bus and that was not cool. Right. Well, using her as a crutch. No, or... he was saying that the reason he's doing all the things that he's doing and he bought the house across the street from Kim was because his mama kept him away from his father and it was her fault that he didn't have a relationship with him. And he's trying to do everything in his power to make sure that's not what happens when him and Kim are like officially divorced. And all I can sit here and think was, your mama probably had reasons to do what she did. Or maybe she didn't. But she's not alive to defend herself. You named your album after her. You did all these great things talking about your mother. And then she's the person that you use to throw under the bus to make your case for your erratic behavior. 
Like you blame your mom for you and your father not having a relationship. And that very well may be the case, but you keep that to yourself. You don't talk about her out loud and disrespectfully like you are doing. It just isn't. To me, it's, it's not fair, one. And it's just blatantly disrespectful, and I don't like it. I have a problem with any man that talk about their mother like that when they can't defend themselves or if it's unwarranted. He didn't need to do that. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I just it's just everything about this Kanye situation right now that I'm just like, what what is going on? I mean, like who who is his team? Like, what is it gonna take? I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. You see, he's hanging around with like Antonio Brown, and then it was one other. One. Oh, the baby and the all of them. Boy for stupid and crazy. Right, they're both a little unhinged. So it's just yeah. like a hot mess to me. It is, and I'm hoping that there are people in his corner somewhere, buried deep down in all the foolishness, who can help him once this is over. Because don't people? And this is just assuming that he's bipolar. They have those periods where they're erratic like they are now, and then they come back to being their normal selves. Mm-hmm. That's what bipolar is, mm-hmm. highs and lows. It's too many highs and too many lows and very little, like, normal, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping when he comes back down that he hasn't burned too many bridges and there's somebody there to help him because this isn't it. And all the stuff that he's doing, his kids are going to see. If they don't see it now, they'll see it eventually. And I, You know, I literally really really hope that those kids are going to be okay i mean stuff with kim and her sex video and then they have their dad with his mm. his issues mentally and then you know the fame itself i just hope and pray those kids are going to be okay when they get older you know because fame and not having privacy and having high expectations all that and the mixture of your parents you know because we all our parents are they're human you know so they all have their flaws and whatnot so i just don't know what's going to happen i hope and pray everything's going to be all right but you know what up until all of this i never assumed that their kids wouldn't be okay and again i blame kanye for making me a kardashian sympathizer but i did like the way that they moved and i felt like they were strategic and private with their children like they showed us what they wanted us to see but i don't think we had too much access to any of those kids um and I could appreciate that, but now I kind of feel like that's all out the window. You don't know what Kanye is going to say or do. And I would be, I would be scared if I was Kim to put my kids in his custody, whatever their visitation will look like and be, because it's not. You can't trust him to do what's best and to protect your kids. Absolutely not. No, I, I definitely don't. I wouldn't trust him. Like no. Well, yeah, so that's our girl, what you think, the the breakdown of Kanye West and his relationship and the Kardashians and all their mess. I think what I wanted to pull from that was I am very upset with Kanye for making me a Kardashian sympathizer. <laughs> that was the, the meat and potatoes of this whole thing. But that was our girl, what you think segment. So now it's time to get to the good stuff and let's talk about our shows. So... You know, you know, we love Mavs. So we always start yes. off with Married at First Sight. Yes, this past week was episode seven called This Is My Decision Day, rightfully titled. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that in a second. What couple you want to start with first? I want to start with my favorite. Just because. Katina and O. Yes. You know, I love Katina and Elijah They do grow on you. And you can't help but like them a little more each week. I do like Katina and O. I'm going to stand by what I said in the beginning. This feels like a real relationship. This feels like some real communication. 
I like what seems to be happening. I feel like they have all the ingredients and makings of a real relationship. I I definitely think that too. They their relationship reminds me of relationships like a little bit of mine, a little bit of my friends, a little bit of my family's like they they have the type of relationship that just seems very real to me yes. and I loved this past episode they moved into their apartment. Yes. Um so now they're starting to see how they are actually going to live with one another. Also, they um, had a conversation with Pastor Cal. They did. And it was interesting to see that O was the one who is hesitant about having sex. Well, if you watch the after party, Katina said that it's not true. She said it was mutual between the both of them. She also did not. Well, she said a few times in her interviews that she wanted to wait to have sex. Yes, she did. Um, which I'm shocked they have because after that episode when he rubbed her feet, I thought homegirl was crying. She was crying in her interview. I thought she was about to give it up. She was drunk. <laughs> that is true. She was drunk. Um, but yeah, they had a conversation with Pastor Cal and they were talking about their sex life. And he was like, "Look, y'all are married. If y'all want to have sex, I have love sex." Cal. Oh yeah, I do too. Because he did say that y'all married. Mm-hmm. Y'all grown, what you? So I mean, other than that, that's the only thing that really stood out that episode. I'm just really, really, I just, I just want to see how their relationship progresses. I'm I want excited them to win. I like right them me too. too. Like they're like the underdogs in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They were the underdogs, and I love a good underdog show. Like that's true. I think they're gonna they're gonna surprise everyone. So okay. let's move on. Like you like to ombre this. Let's move on. To- <laughs> We started off medium what I mean medium light. We should have started off with Michael and uh, Jasmine. And That's true. From dark to light. Mm-hmm. But let's go ahead to the other colors. We got Jasmine, <laughs> Jasmine. They gotta be colored. <laughs> and Michael. And this relationship is not what I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be. I'm so upset about it. You remember Mika? And I don't even remember the the one she married. His name. What was his name? He was, was like his name Michael too. Mm-hmm. And he was very meek and like quiet yeah. and weird and a compulsive liar. Oh, oh, definitely a liar. Yeah, that's so, Michael. Yeah, so I hope and pray that this Michael is not like that. But come on, he lied about the roommates. Like I understand you, know? you <sighs> thinking it was probably because during the after party he said, "Look, I was when she said that I was thinking about significant others or girlfriends being a roommate." And I can get that, but, but say somewhere that. in there, I would say I have two female roommates. Exactly. Maybe when I just met you, it did seem a little shady. I didn't like it. I mm. didn't like how he was like, okay, so I didn't tell you what you're trying to say. What, what you, you mean? mean? Right. I'm trying to figure out why you didn't say it, nigga. No. Like, damn. I do feel like now that they're fighting is catty because they don't like each other. Mm. Oh, it's clear. It's yeah. the, there's no fun. There's no chemistry. No. There's no nothing. Like, they're going downhill. My prediction is they're getting a divorce. Yeah. Period. Who's next? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't even have more to say. Uh, Let's do Mark the Sharks and the Bed Bugs. I love how she had the hazmat suit on because if I were to go in there, which I would never. Why would you put a suit on to go in there and take stuff out and put it in a new place? No, I would not put anything in a new place. Like, you mean to tell me the Bed Bugs didn't travel into that closet or that dresser that you get in the clothes room? You concerned enough about stepping inside? Why would you bring something out of it? I wouldn't want to bring anything out of it. Neither would I. Or if you, or if you decided you needed to for whatever reason, it's going to the local um, laundromat. It ain't coming up in my washer dryer. Nope. No. I, yeah. Mm-mm. No parts of that. I did like how she was gung ho. I'm doing this for my husband. It is what it is because we married. And that side of her, she's very loyal. She's she, yeah, loyal. She's she right or die. Loyal. But I just I wasn't feeling the bed bugs. 
I didn't like his little jokes about her apartment. Her apartment looked very much so like her. Yeah, it but did. But it was just. But he kept saying it. And I wanted to say, now Mark. <laughs> if you look <laughs> like back. Now Mark. Oh, no. That's what I meant to say. I'm for, I'm sorry we digressed. We didn't talk about the conversation with Pastor Cow with Jasmine and Michael. We didn't. But that, that was a conversation. I love, had. I love, love, love how Pastor Cow said something along the lines of whenever you get in an argument, remember to say to each other, I'm not the enemy. That was good advice. And I wonder, does he come with that pre-planned? <laughs> or is that, or does he right. really come off the rip with this stuff for real couples? Because right. he didn't know. Because it's always spot on. Yeah. And when you're in a heated argument or disagreement and you're mm-hmm. feeling some type of way about each other, you're not going to remember to like bring it down. However, you have to, but, but that's if you want it. I feel like they've really if gotten to this it. point that Jasmina is very stuck up and like, She's she doesn't forgive easily. So she the doesn't. things that Michael is doing is putting her on the on the guard, putting her walls up, and that's the reason why she's like so gun ho on like standing by how she feels. And then Michael is very defensive in itself. Very so defensive. it's just I feel not like gonna work. Go into the argument mad. Mm-hmm. There is no I'm going into this to find a resolution. Mm-hmm. I'm just angry, and I need you to know that I'm angry, and that's just it. But when uh, he said he didn't yell, and she turned her head and said, "Now, Michael." That was giving the the educator in her. You it know, she's did. an elementary school teacher, so. And it made me wonder who's telling the truth. Granted, two things can be right at the same time, mm-hmm. but she felt adamantly about him yelling at her when she was telling her story, and he was like, "If I was talking in a condescending tone, I'll give you that." And she wasn't trying to hear that. She needed him to admit to saying that he was yelling. I'm not sure. I don't believe he was yelling like the really elevated yelling yeah, voice. Do I, just, I think I'm his voice sure. was probably higher than normal? Probably so. True. Like he said, his tone and condescending can put True. even extra to it. Which was weird to me because I would rather admit to being to yelling than being condescending. And, and right. I don't know. I can't. I can't figure them two out. I just know that they don't like each other. Every argument is going to be that brutal. And it's not going to work. She did say some things that made me look at her a little different, too, because she said he was yelling and being very aggressive. And, you know, I don't like those buzzwords because as a man to get labeled that way, it's it's almost equivalent to me as the angry black woman trope. And I don't like it. Right. You should. I'm pretty sure he was talking to you in a manner that you did not like and you did not appreciate. But is it aggressive? Did you really feel threatened? There's a difference between arguing and somebody being aggressive and hostile. Like, did you feel like uncomfortable like oh my god is he gonna touch me or do something to me like that no probably not so then you just kind of threw that word out there because it probably was the first one to come to your mind and i don't know how i feel about that i feel like that's manipulative and it did not rub me the right way and it did not help because you know i stay on twitter during this episode during the uh, married at first sight episode sorry i got tongue-tied and there was a picture of her and Alyssa circulating Mm, i seen that picture and like the caption was, um, these two are the same. Only thing is, Jasmina uh, has a little more tact when it comes to not liking her husband mm-hmm. versus Alyssa in her tear fest. We'll get to that in a minute. But I don't, I don't think they're going to make it. We're gonna have to watch weeks and weeks of arguing with them two. But it's just. 
Yeah, it's not going to turn out well. It's not. Toxic. But back to Mark the Shark and Lindsay. So mm. they were in the hazmat suits. They got some stuff out of there. So their conversation with Pastor Cal. What did you think about that? Because I was sitting here thinking like, I felt Lindsay a little bit. And if I was like on a certain level with you and then you're taking it all the way back, I would also feel offended and like what's going on. I but that. I think she also is not patient. Because he is going through a whole lot and you are a woman of a certain type of like, you're all over the place. Like, like, let's be real. And it's like constant up and down, up and down, up and down. So Mm -hmm. it's throwing him off on top of having to deal with life stuff. He does have a lot of life stuff, but I don't like, like you said, y'all were in a rush to consummate the marriage. You ask about it every time. Well, not every time, but they ask about it often in group settings. Pastor Cal asks about, you know, do you consummate the marriage? And I don't know if he asked them that outright mm-hmm. um, like he did some of the other couples. And then it turns into, yeah, we had sex, but I don't know if I connect with you as a person. And I'm sitting there, you literally have connected in. That's men shit, the, though. Men, you know how they get. They just want some. They're going to get some. But it's stupid to me. Oh, it's stupid. Like oh, it's stupid. Yeah. I don't like how it almost feels rushed. And they're like, oh, did you have sex already? Or did you consummate the marriage? And then the rest of the relationship is you trying to get to know this person. I just, it's backwards, I think. But it does highlight some of the problems they have. And I think that's what's going on with Mark the Shark and Mrs. Shark. They did things backwards, and now I'm not sure if he likes her completely. No, I'm, I definitely don't feel like he likes her completely. I feel like sometimes she she's cool and she's chill. He likes that, but then mm-hmm. she's erratic and all over the place. They're not going to last. They're not, but did you see the preview for the next episode? Yeah. To that argument. He In the bowling alley. alley. Child, he said, take another drink. No, she said, go go, go back to your mom own. or something. Yeah, I do not like that. You're doing low blows mm-hmm. and in front and of people. people. Girl, you know, mm-hmm. you ain't supposed to, you're supposed to say that till you get in the car. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah. even that, I don't want to say that in the car because it's a lobo. It's like a lobo. It's like she's yeah, she's trying to trigger to do him. With the argument is to hurt you. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't like have that. To say those things to make my point. I'm saying it just to hurt your feelings. And that's toxic. Like, like very much so. Yeah, those are red flags. That's not very healthy so. dialogue between one another. Like, no, I don't no, like it. Not if you really care about somebody. Because mm-hmm. if I'm arguing, I don't want to hurt you. I want you to see my point. I want you to understand how I feel. And let's find a resolution. This, there is no resolution. It's just, you made me mad. Rah, rah, rah. Let me say something to hurt you back. Now I won. Mm, yeah, I don't like it. And then he said something back to you. Well, why don't you just sit there and have another drink? Mm-hmm. I'm like, see, when you, now y'all starting and to go take <laughs> Right, she was sitting there like, Ooh. Because, I mean, it was a low blow. And a fitting one, if I might add. <laughs> but, it's, uh, yeah, they're not going to make it. Even if they say yes on decision day, it's not going to last. No. And I feel so, I feel sorry for Mark because he's genuine. I feel like he deserves a good I like girl. Mark. Like, he probably would have done well with that girl from New Orleans that was with that crazy, tall, white-looking dude. Amelia and Bennett. No, no. Oh. The other one. I don't remember that. I don't remember their names. Anyways, but um, who is next? Stephen Noy. Oh, Stephen Noy. So, Noy finally opened up when they had a conversation with Pastor Cal. She opened up about her background and why it's important for her to be with somebody who has money because she came from... uh, A refugee camp. Yeah, and, and upbringing, not having money, and how much that was a struggle. And he's just sitting over there like... Because his like little interviews on the side, he was like... Well, I think we may be different in that point. I don't want to be like forced into going back into the work field and not being happy or spending all my time at work. I I know. And it's just like, oh, come on, Steve. I thought this was a phase. 
you you want a wife and you want a kid, but how do you plan on sustaining these things? Mm-mm. You have to then pick one. If you want a family, you need to work. If you don't want a family, then then continue right. this journey or whatever you want. It feels like making a livable salary is optional. I don't understand what I, what's your plan B? Like, what are you going to do? Because this experiment is going to end. What are you going to do? And I don't like that for Noy. Right. I feel like he didn't respect her upbringing. I can only imagine how rough it was. And I don't think I can really fully imagine how bad that could have been growing up in a refugee camp. Mm-hmm. And how much your parents probably struggled just to make sure you survived, let alone have the things you need to thrive. Right. And it's what, three of them? Exactly. So that's all that's all I have on them because they're kind of boring. I know I say that every week, but that's only they the thing kind of boring. that only they thing really they did. Going on Steve not having a job and I don't I I like them in the beginning. They seemed fun, oh, but no. I'm not liking. Oh no. Remember he was talking to her about her dog and she like was oh, very adamant about the dog no, sleeping, sleeping in, in the, the bed. bed, not at the foot, at the top. Girl, do you want a man or you want a dog? If you don't put that damn dog in that <laughs> pillow. You want a man or you want a dog? Like hell no. That I feel some type of way about that. If that I was, was Steve, a lot. It was, and he was clearly feeling it. And I'm wondering, did she see what we saw? She seen it because then she asked, Is it gonna be a problem? You see it's a problem. See, You're gonna have to adjust. It's a problem. He said the the dog can be in the room, mm-hmm. the dog pillow can be right beside the bed, or even maybe at the foot. Like, come on, that's a good compromise. Cause I'm not sure I would have gave in that much. A dog, an animal mm-hmm. in our bed. By the, she said uh, near our heads. No, no, it's an animal. Mm-mm, it is an animal. So they they're gonna have to figure that out. But yes, who they are. Wants, so we talk about oh. everybody but Alyssa and Chris. Mm. Hence the title. This is my decision day. When that heifer got to the apartment. <laughs> not that helpful. Because I, I, it was a whole bunch of colorful words I wanted to call her. I did not like it at all. Mm-mm. I can't stand how she acts like this is his fault. And then likes to play in front of the cameras like everything's all copacetic. And we have mutually decided to do all these things and to live apart and these feelings that we don't have for each other. No, but her tone was different this episode when they were talking to Pastor Cal. Did she not have the tone of, I'm willing to give it a chance. I know that we have. Because did she not produce the last episode asked her, did you want to be on married at first sight or single at first No, sight? and her mama, she probably had a conversation with her mama. And then also she's thinking about herself and how she wants to be a part of this experiment because she wants to live in the house. So she came with a completely different hey. tone that I knew was not right. She Talking about some, I'll give it a try. No, we've been no. struggling. No, you've been struggling. Exactly. You put that man through hell for how many days? A mm. week? Mm-hmm. A week. I'm so proud of Chris. I'm so proud I that he pulled too. the plug now. I am too. And it's weird that this even happened. I'm glad it happened, but I never thought we would see the day where somebody said, I want to end this marriage now. I mean, you know, Chris and Paige kind of did that. They went back and forth with it, but they basically said that. True. Because they didn't live in the apartment together. However, Paige did stay in the apartment. Chris said he's done, done. Like, and I'm no glad apartment. he did because I did not want Alyssa in that apartment. No. For his peace of mind. I just, I didn't like that. But I am glad that he went ahead and said, this is my decision day. I do not want to be married. I still felt like he was too easy on her. Mm-hmm. He should have just let it all out. But maybe he didn't have to because everybody is seeing it now. Yeah, that's the reason why he's playing it safe. He don't want to be also the victim. He wants to be like, it's all on her. But yeah, I'm glad they're done. So that I is our recap for Mavs. 
See what happens this week. Yeah, I'm very interested. You know, Mavs is one of those shows that at the end of each season, I'm, I say, I'm not going to watch next season. But I, the minute I see the couples, I you get did. pulled in. And it's like, I got to see it through. See it through it's one of those things. I'm not watching. I'm watching. I got to watch. Like, <laughs> I'm watching, I'm watching, I gotta watch. It, I, I'm like that every time. I don't so, know. I feel like that about these Euphoria episodes. They stress me out so bad each week, and I'm like, you know what? I ain't gonna watch it next week. I'm Euphoria doesn't stress me out that bad. Like, Euphoria I know I'm gonna me. watch it again. Uh, and I'm sitting there, why am I watching these kids act a fool? I'm not the target audience. This is this is not for me. And then I watch again. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. So this week on Euphoria, it was episode six called A Thousand Little Trees of Blood. Rue has come back down from her, uh, what do you call that? Uh, her rant, her it was explosive episode. I mean. Her all day and all night marathon. Oh, yeah. Marathon. That's a good word. Stuff. Yeah. And seeing her go through that uh, withdrawal, it's, it's, it hurt my feelings a little bit. Because people what? deal with this. Yes. Yeah, it, they, people do deal with that. And I feel sorry for people who have to deal with that. And the more so, not just that person, but the family. Because, you know, we talked about that so too I'm last week. I'm glad to see Ali come and cook dinner and give Gia some attention. Somebody needed to validate yes, her feelings. Yes, Gia like needed some, some um, sorry, some attention. But to me, the, the most, the main focus point for this episode was Nate and Maddie. And Cassie. And Cassie. Okay, look, let's wrap up. Uh, you. Uh, I said let's wrap up before you. Let's wrap up. Rue, Ali, and Gia. I did like that. I in the end, I like that Ali told uh, Rue and Gia's mom, Rue gonna do what she gonna do. You need to focus on uh, your other daughter. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that, but it also hurt my feelings when at the end of the episode, Rue's mom was on the phone with them begging them to take her. And she keeps saying, my daughter's going to kill herself if she doesn't get help. And I cannot imagine how that feels as a parent, Mm. let alone a family member of somebody that you see struggling like this. I could not imagine. Yes. So, with that being said, now let's move on to the meat and potatoes. Nate, Maddie, and Cassie. Uh, Rue aired everybody out. Mm. Maddie knows. Maddie has the DVD. Maddie is babysitting at that creepy woman's house who I feel like kind of low-key likes her. They were in the pool together. They were talking about the situation. And I'm like, okay. Right. All the while, Cassie is having a whole breakdown at her house. She's screaming and trying, trying to get people to understand that Maddie and Cassie were, I mean, Maddie and Nate were broken up and she didn't do anything wrong. And her mama and sister are not having it. I'm so happy that her mama and sister were having it. I'm like, yo, I'm so glad they're like, look. She's like, I'm not a bad person. I just want to watch my shows. And I felt that (laughs) on a deep level. Right. Like, girl, take your ass on somewhere. Yes, get out of my face. You did what you did. Now stand in it. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. She wanted to be the victim. I would have respected that more if she stood in it but it's getting yeah. on my nerves she's crying and upset crying, hollering, and all that stuff calling him over and over and over again while he's getting drunk with his mama mm. and his mama's talking about how he was such an angry person and no an but let's think about that was that not sad when she talked about how he was so sweet and would come in at nighttime and give them a hug and a kiss and tell them good night and then one day it just changed as a parent that is scary to me I see what you're saying. And it's sad. But she sat in that house this whole time and never had this conversation with that boy. I blame her as well, seeing that, that shift in your child and noticing your building it. and you didn't do some therapy. Or you, I, I don't care what right. your father said in that moment. If I know 
and see something is wrong, right? I'm going to I'm attempt a, to fix it. You have it. to be an advocate for your child. Exactly, because now you got this big old grown man who has all this anger, all this mm-hmm. everything, and he's crazy. Him sitting in Maddie's room like that with that gun. Oh, that gun episode is what Honey, I was talking about. Listen, playing Russian roulette with himself to it's, get that. I felt so bad for Maddie because she didn't deserve any of this. Right. None of this. I'm so glad she gave that CDO. I was like, girl, give it back. I am too. And I want her to be done with them. I right. want her to just go off somewhere and flourish and let Cassie get the crazy that she wants so bad. The end of the episode, he um, has Cassie walk up in his room. He shut the door. The <sighs> mother is watching as they come up the steps and watches him shut and lock the door. And I'm like, kind of toxic crazy european mess is this but the woman in me was mad at cassie for letting this man disrespect you over and over and over again he came to your house a couple of weeks ago with a gift for maddie you know and walked past you like it was nothing it takes some girls longer to understand the disrespect to understand their worth it takes some people longer girl but she ain't got none she willing to take whatever this man gives her. Because if I called you 30-something times that day, and then you just text me at the end of the night, you come and stay at my house. No, I'm, where you been all day? Mm-hmm. My life has imploded, and you are nowhere to be found. But I hope Cassie gets what she deserves. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see next week's episode. I want to see this play Lexi has put on because she's going to air everybody out. And right. And I like the little relationship that she has with. Um, this girl. Yeah. Oh, and the crazy big lip white girl and her boyfriend. I'm so scared something's going to oh, happen. I, I would hate. Right. I'm so upset Ashtray had to go use the bathroom because Ashtray be on point. Yes. But you can't be on point all the time. So I'm really no. scared to see what's going to happen. I'm scared something's going to supposed to happen to Fezco and it's going to end up happening to Ashtray because oh, he's I know. That's what I think too. I'm so scared. I don't like it. Why are we scared? (laughs) (laughs) Why are we scared? You sound like I sound like (laughs) you. You did. I do. I'm so scared. So I'm very excited to see what happens next. Mm -hmm. But some other shows that we will be diving into in the future, I want you guys to go ahead and tune into Bel Air. So when we talk about it, you guys understand where we're coming from. Because Bel Air, I mean, like, legit, I love it. I mean, like... Is that good? Yes, friend. Everything that I've read and seen so far praises Bel Air. And I think it's because I was shocked. I didn't expect it to be this good. I'm excited that it's a drama and not a comedy. It is. It's more drama than comedy. And it's the... I think that was genius. It follows the characters almost to a T, but not really. And it's very modernized. So it makes Mm -hmm. sense for 2022 and this generation. And I'm so... I, I love this. I love I'm it. Getting ready to start my binge. So next week's episode, we are going to dive into Bel Air. So you need to watch too. So right. be ready. And just some other episodes, some other shows. I love to throw out there for everyone. Um, not that we're going to talk about them in detail, but Love Is Blind uh, season two it. is out. I started it. Um, Love Is Blind season one was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was intending to be hilarious, mm-hmm. but it was funny. But it has a lot of genuine moments to it, it and did. I hate it. And I feel like. Married at First Sight started out like that. And I feel like Love is Blind is also going to trend down like Married at First Sight did. Oh. It's going to become more drama. And yeah. I hate that. I hate it when a show about love starts off genuine and then it becomes. I feel like that's all reality shows. Oh, it is. They it start is. off as a reality show and turn into a drama. That's what happens every time. Also um, on Netflix, Sweet Magnolia is really cute. I never watched that. If you're really into like action on Prime Video, Reacher is good. I have no idea what that is. 
Reacher's like you remember, you know the show Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise in? I mean the movie Jack Reacher with Tom. Yeah. Well, they have a, a show with it, and that that's really good. You are the action person. I'm drama, horror, I'm romance, all over sci-fi. You know, did you watch Queens with Brandy and? No, and I keep saying I was going to um, because now that the season is done, like I can just binge and go through all the episodes. Well, Queens is still going on. They just had a new episode this week. Queens did? I yeah, they Queens took a break. Over. They took oh. a break, like a little break, and then they came back. And, you know, a lot of those shows on TV, like Fox and CBS, ABC, all those, they, like, take their own breaks. They do, and I wasn't feeling that. Like, our kind of people, I watched that, and I loved it. And oh, they, yeah, and they're on some type of break, too. Girl, no, the season ended. Oh, the season. And it hasn't been picked up for season two yet, and oh. I'm going to be a little upset if it doesn't. Uh, yeah, me too, because I like that. Also, I watched 911 and the 911 Lone Star. I'm not a big fan of spinoffs. Oh, what? No, it's really good. And then I like uh, The Resident. I watch Chicago PD. Oh, Chicago PD. Well, um, I'm not caught up on Chicago PD, but I do watch it. A new show that's on Fox called The Cleaning Lady. I've seen the previews. I am intrigued. I've been watching that. I know, I know. I don't. The shows that we talked about. I will say I need to give it one more try, but I have not been into the new Power Force with Tommy. I have not watched. Okay, I haven't watched Force, and it's not because I'm not interested. It's just I have not caught up. So within the past month, I have finally finished Power, the original show, because I did. I stopped for some reason and never came back to it. Friend. So I find, I know. I know. I, I would say revoke my black card, but it's you I'm talking to. <laughs> so <laughs> I finally finished the original Power. And I just finished Power Book 2 Season 1, Tariq's Story. Mm. So I just finished that first season. So I'm getting ready to binge the second season. Um, but can I watch Tariq's Story and Tommy simultaneously? I don't know because I haven't watched it. So. Uh, I have to see. I mean, I guess you could because there are two different stories. So did you watch BMF and did you watch Raising Cane? No. <gasps> I was trying to go in order, but then I had to stop and think about it. Are these things in order? Because BMF has nothing to do with the Power series. No, right? it doesn't. So I can just watch that. Yeah, and Raising Cane. It's kind of, well, Raising Cane is but about 50. back in time, right? So yeah. I should be able to watch that. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in there and get some things going. But I do want to start watching Tommy's um, because I did like his character a lot in Power. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So a lot of shows. A lot yeah, of stuff lots to of shows. So but, y'all, go and, y'all go and watch. So uh, you're black on business. Now it's time to go on that B.O.B. segment. This week for our Black-Owned business, please check out this newly opened Black-Owned salon. Go see Erica at Jordan War Hair Studios. With over a decade's worth of styling experience as a licensed cosmetologist, she's sure to take care of all of your hair needs. Booking for specialty extensions, silk presses, custom colors, and more. Book your free consultation and appointments now at jordanwarhair.asme. Again, that's Jordan Noir Hair, J-O-R-D-A-N-N-O-I-R-H-A-I-R dot A-S dot M-E. New customers are receiving 15% off right now, so don't miss it. Follow her on Instagram at underscore Jordan Noir Hair or on Facebook at Jordan Noir Hair to catch all her work and promotions.
Hey y'all, this is Amanda Barnes, and I am the owner of Autumn Rose Events. I am a certified wedding and event planner with over seven years of experience planning, creating, and implementing my clients' dream events. I can help you from start to finish, or if you just need someone to coordinate for the day, I have packages for that as well. For your next event, make sure to use Autumn Rose Events to make your vision a reality. You can find me on Instagram at Autumn Rose Events. Also, for any questions on the packages I have to offer and quotes, you can email me at autumnroseevents at gmail.com. That's A-U-T-U-M-N-R-O-S-E-E-V-E-N-T-S at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from you. for listening to this episode of the group chat podcast please find us on instagram at group.chatpodcast or on twitter at groupchatpod22